You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1309. So client retention is something I thought about basically off of that deal. You know, a lot of people, they know people who may be looking to sell properties. Even though you closed on a property two months ago, that doesn't necessarily mean that that relationship is done there, right? So uh, we put something in our system where we follow up with these closed deals over a year period of time where we're sending them automatic text messages say, hey, we're still looking to buy. Do you have any other properties or do you know anyone that's looking to sell, right? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, Mr. Talk to People, and I am telling you this with full certainty, that if I can do this business, so can you. So let's get started. You know, when we start down the path of being wanting, you know, it starts with the desire, it starts with the decision to become a real estate entrepreneur, a real estate investor really changing the landscape of our schedule and our lives and the course of where our families go and the people that are surrounding us. And what it starts with is the belief that you can do this, the faith that you can go out there and make an impact in your community and do that with real estate. And what it first starts with is just finding an opportunity, right? Finding a property owner that has a problem, somebody that has some sort of stress with their property and having a conversation with them, right? And that conversation comes in many different forms or many different sources. You could get that from them calling you through marketing. You could get that by a referral from a real estate agent or a friend or a family. Or you can go out there and be proactive and either go and knock on somebody's door or pick up the phone and call these distressed property owners, right? And then from there, from that opportunity, we turn that into an actual signed agreement. And then from there, we can actually start the different exit strategies that we have in front of us. Three different options, right? You can buy this property and hold it in your portfolio. You can buy it and flip this property, or you can wholesale this. You can assign this to a cash buyer that's going to pay you a fee to be able to have that opportunity instead of you taking that opportunity. And that's basically what wholesaling is. Well, the two guys that I'm going to introduce to the Rhino tribe here, to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, are absolutely incredible. They're out of Atlanta. And the reason I go through this long introduction here is once we start getting these deals and start closing them and start getting income, and when we get to the point where we're closing enough to where it replaces the income that we get from our current profession or our current job, that's when the exciting things happen. And that's what's happened already for one of these partners and is about to happen to the second partner. It is my pleasure to bring from Atlanta, Georgia, to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, Michael Acevedo and Ty the Investor. Welcome, guys, to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm excited to share your story. Say hello to everybody. Hey, 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 how you doing? Hey, everybody. Thanks for having us, Brent. Appreciate it. So 
I want to start this off with the exciting news, and I'm going to actually bell ring this early on here, Ty, because you've got some exciting news to share about what's happening tomorrow, right? There's something very significant in your life that is happening tomorrow because of your efforts that we're going to talk about on this podcast. Why don't you explain what's happening tomorrow? Yeah, so for the past seven years, I was a logistics freight broker for a trucking company. And uh, just because wholesaling and learning from the TTP family and everything like that, tomorrow will be officially my last day, and I'll be going full-time in real estate, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I can't tell you how happy that makes me feel. Not only that, but you guys, I didn't even mention, guys, they just closed $92,000 in October. Okay, that's what has set this whole opportunity up, this whole situation up to where Ty can now go full time. Now, Michael, you've been going full time, former Navy, right? You got out last March of 2020 during the craziest time in history and you get right into real estate. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, uh, you know, being in the Navy, you learn that you don't really want another boss after that. So I, I kind of just jumped right into uh, real estate and and kind of searched up on bigger pockets how how I can find out buy properties you know sooner um, and that's when I jumped into wholesaling Inc and started listening to their podcast like it was a ritual every single day listening to at least two of your videos Brent you know every single day and that that was just teaching me so much and um from there you know in March when I left I just kind of said I'm going to DoorDash and I'm going to jump right into wholesaling real estate. And uh, that's that's essentially what I did. And, uh, you know, it got us to where we are at now. And I joined a, um, what I call, like like I said, a mentorship hack. Uh, I joined a, a wholesaling group that was already successful. And that really jump-started a lot of stuff for me because uh, it, essentially I, I skipped a lot of the bad parts that you can, um, you know, come across in, in wholesaling as far as mistakes that you make. So I was able to see the mistakes that they were making or see, you know, good things that they were doing and kind of implement that into our company. So that really helped us. Well, and I think that that's a great point that you're making there is you decided, you know what, I'm going to just, instead of trying to just figure this thing out and read and go to the bigger pockets and go to the podcast and the YouTube channels, I got to see what this action's about. I got to get back into the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like I see the sandwich, but I got to go see how they made this type of thing. So you went back and you got into uh, a successful wholesaling business as an acquisition manager, right? Yes, yes. Phenomenal. And the beautiful thing there is you start learning. When we start out in this, the toughest parts, the thing that really holds us back is when I'm talking to this property owner, how do I know if this is a deal or not? Is it a deal or no deal, right? And you're getting firsthand experience. You get people that have done a lot of deals, have wholesaled a lot of property, and they're saying, you know what, Michael, this is what you want to look for. These are the price points that work. This is how much we can make on these things. And you're just a sponge. You're just taking it all in, right? Exactly, exactly. That's really what happened. And um, I kind of just soaked in all that information. I was only there for about two months. Um, you know, I soaked in all that information and, uh, you know, from there, that's when I met Ty and, uh, pretty much he, he had a whole database that his VA was pushing over leads into that database. And the deal that we made, uh, before we wanted to become partners was, Hey, 
you know, let's make money together first. Let's do a deal together before we go ahead and, you know, secure that partnership. Let's see how we work together. And essentially, I went into his database from the knowledge that I knew from the other company and we closed our first deal, uh, JV'd in July. It was, uh, it was an $8,000 deal, but, uh, it was all virtual. We did not see the property, did not meet the owner or none of that. And it was, it was great. Where, so you were in Atlanta. Where was this deal at? Uh, it was in, it was in Georgia as well, but Macon. So it was about yeah, yeah. two hours from Atlanta. Got it. Got it. And Ty, the reason he found you is because you were being loud on social media. You were telling people what you were doing, right? You were being loud on social media. That's how you and Michael really connected. He found you and was kind of, you know, checking out what you're doing and what you're, you know, the way that you're communicating on social media. And he's like, you know what? This seems like somebody that's similar to me. I like the energy that he's putting out. And then you guys connected, split the first deal, made 8,000 together. And then you guys were like, okay, let's make this, let's blow this thing up. What about seeing, what did you see on social media from Ty that like drew you to him as somebody that you wanted to connect with and at least squat up with? So what I really liked about him was he was very transparent. He had deals that he had signed before, gotten under contract, but he wasn't the you know type of person to just say, hey, this deal closed. He, he would actually let the audience know like, hey, canceled deal, terminated. And that transparency really, it really grew on to me. And that's when I reached out to him. And I was actually still in Virginia at the time, stationed there in the Navy. So I reached out to him. I was like, hey, man, I really like what you're doing. I think you're in the same level, the same, you know, kind of level that I'm in right now looking for right. my first deal. And, and he was essentially. And that's what really, really clicked us. And from there, from July on, we just were always talking. And when I finally moved to Atlanta, um, that's when I, we went ahead and, and connected. And I was still working for the other wholesaling company, but at the same time, we would talk to each other on the phone every day. I'm, I'm over here just kind of letting all the information go of what I'm learning every day to him, you know? And from there, we grew together and we seen that, uh, you know, our, our minds think alike and that we work, we work best together. And that's, that's really what started the partnership. And it wasn't even the first deal that, uh, essentially made it. We, we didn't start the partnership till after like three deals. So after that, it was another, you know, $17,000 deal. And then another, another deal after that. And that's when we made it official and was like, yeah, it's, we got to make it a partnership. We work great together and we're making money together and helping, uh, you know, the most important helping sellers. Yeah, that's it. So Ty, what, what is it, you know, we get into wholesaling so that we can learn how to find discounted properties. And then we get in so that we can then turn that into opportunities for our cash buyers. We get income and then we use that income to buy assets so that we can get passive cash flow. How did you find real estate? Like why real estate? Like why not something else? Why not anything else? Why? I mean, real estate is, is a small, small, small niche. I mean, yes, there's 19 million real estate investors in the country, but most of those are just people that own a second house or a rental or something like that. Why devote your time, the bulk of your time and energy to real estate? Well, when you think about real estate, it's one of those things that you can't create more of it. You know, there's only a certain amount of land in the world to have, right? So, and then when you start studying people who are wealthy, people who have, you know, millions and millions of dollars, people who have assets and things like that, most of their assets are in real estate. So. Mm -hmm. You know, when you start studying that kind of thing, that kind of brought me to it. Like, okay, real estate is the way to wealth. It's a key to wealth. It's a, it's a road that we can take to get there. And then when you start digging deeper a little bit more, trying to figure out ways to get into it without having to spend a lot of your own money up front, 
then it just starts making more sense and it starts clicking. So from there, it was like, okay, this is it. This is my road. This is my path. I'm jumping on this and this is how we're going to figure it out. You know, I love it. And it's the absolute truth. I mean, this is how we build wealth. You know, not only that, but it's true. It's one of those things that there's a limited supply and we're in a beautiful time right now where the inventory is low and the demand is high. So when we find these discounted properties, I mean, we were talking off screen, you guys are averaging $18,000 a deal. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal that you guys jumped in now. And plus, we've got another 10 years of this uh, projected. So I see incredible things going for you guys. So talk to me about your guys' dynamic. How do you guys work together? And how do you guys not like step on each other's toes or overlap each other too much? How do you guys build an efficient machine as partners? Yeah, so for us, it's the communication. Our communication is 100% transparent. Anything that we're doing, any moves that we're making, any decision that needs to be made is discussed prior to. That comes down with making offers to sellers. That's even evaluating properties, doing deal analysis, things like that. Every move that we make, is we communicate it, and it's full transparent. So I think that is like the main thing, and we're 100% honest with each other. You know what I mean? So um, that's kind of how we work together. That's kind of how it makes sense and it kind of works out. Uh, we just put trust in one another to make sure to ensure that we're going to get the job done. And that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, I trust him to close a deal and lock the property up, put it under contract and vice versa. He trusts me to do the same thing. And then when it comes to numbers, we kind of collaborate on a number that makes sense. And then, boom, you know, we'll go from there. And it's been working for us. I love it. Michael, how are you guys generating opportunities? How are you, how are you finding your leads? So currently right now we're finding our leads to the best, uh, you, you know, the best marketing, which is TTP talking yeah. to people. So we, we definitely are, we're cold calling out there and we're, uh, you know, once it comes in from our cold calling, uh, into our CRM system, that's when we go ahead and, you know, what you would say acquisitions, we, we go ahead and do the acquisitions part of that. And essentially, you know, it's just calling people every single day, talking to people, starting conversations, getting to know what it is they need help with. And then from there, it's moved on to dispositions and then obviously, uh, you know, transaction coordination. Um, and I think what has really helped us, you know, move along easily and work together well is, is like what Ty said uh, and also ego. Uh, we don't have big egos, you know, so a lot of the time there's something Ty would say and I would have an opposite thought, but I would go with Ty's thought instead and be like, I like that better. You know, rather than saying, hey, you know, my thought was better. My plan is better. You know, that putting that ego to the side and actually understanding what your partner's saying and, and taking that into consideration to move forward is, is a big part, too. You don't want to have a, a big ego in partnerships. Well, especially when your partner here has had seven years of freight brokering. I mean, yeah. if any, like, listen, if you guys need it, you want to see high paced, a lot of communication, nonstop action. It is in freight. I am telling you, it's bananas. It's crazy. I bet going into wholesale, you're like, this is nothing. This is like, oh, yeah. uh, this is a breeze. I could do this all day long. So, Michael, smart move. If, I, if it were me, I'd be listening to him too, for sure. So, yeah. I want to break this down just a little bit because I'm sure people are a having questions. You mentioned that you have VAs making your calls. Where do you get your VAs? So we currently get our VAs from the Philippines. Um, Ty's more, he's more, uh, he's the more of the, the operations for the virtual assistants. He, uh, I know he uses a Facebook group and that's where we actually put a post up and, uh, they started, they started applying. But one thing that we do, a trick that we do 
is uh, we like to put something in that post saying, hey, send an email, also send a video, and then also send a you know, paragraph explaining yourself or your favorite color just to make sure how much they pay attention to detail. Right. Um, you know, and that's the first elimination right there if they don't do that. So yeah, that's pretty much where we're getting them from. It's called a Facebook group called Real Estate Virtual Assistants, um, Reva. You search it there and you just put a post up on there and you'll, you'll have millions of uh, virtual assistants, you know, applying. I literally just talked to the owner of Reva. Something big's coming, coming down the line for Wholesaling Inc. It's going to be great. But so Ty, how do you, when you get, I mean, you get a lot of different people wanting this job. Yes. What are you paying and how do you select the, the right caller? So when it comes to pay, we put out there, like we're, we're full transparent. So on our Facebook post, we put a range of what our budget is and what we're looking to pay. And typically that's anywhere between $4 to $7 per hour. Yeah. So we pretty much have that elimination process. Uh, that way, that's the first elimination is seeing if they're paying attention to detail. And if they're not paying attention to detail, next elimination process is seeing their accent. We, we don't want a heavy accent, obviously. So we're seeing how much of a good, you know, American accent they can have. And then from there, that's when we go ahead and, and choose more eliminations. And then obviously we get them on an interview. And on the interview, we go through a, a series of questions. And then we also do a role play. And believe nice. it or not, you know, the role play really helps a lot at the end. It really lets you realize where they're at in, in as far as, uh, as far as skills, skill sets. So that really helped us a lot with the role play. But if I were to say one thing, because a lot of people ask me where I get the, where we get the virtual assistants, uh, if I were to say one thing is training, yeah, uh, training, 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 because the virtual assistants are not going to come completely trained. They're going to make mistakes just like we did when we first started. And training's very important. We do one every week, so uh, that's what really set us apart and has has our virtual assistants um, doing a lot more work than other teams that have twenty or even you know, 30 virtual assistants. Yeah. Well, and that's the important thing. People that just are like set it and forget it with their virtual assistants and aren't continuously talking to them and, and working with them and showing them the, you know, what's going on with all of their efforts and that it's going somewhere and it means something and they're impacting the community and, and helping people's lives. You need to tell them they're part of your team. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's absolutely part of your team. You can't just because they're, you know, half a world away, you can't just, you know, ignore them and hope that they send in leads. You got to be talking to them all the time. They got to be on, you know, whatever, whether you're using like a Slack channel or you're using Skype or whatever it is, you use WhatsApp to communicate, yeah. whatever it is, make sure that you're over communicating with your virtual assistants that are making your calls because you will make them better and they'll feel more secure, the more secure that they feel that they don't have to get a new job tomorrow, the more they're going to work for you. So. That's awesome. And then the other thing is you mentioned a CRM. Once your VAs make the calls, get the leads, what CRM are you using to put them into? So we recently just upgraded our CRM to InvestorFuse. Um, yeah. I agree. Uh, we were using Podio before and I actually, uh, you know, I'm a very tech savvy guy. So I kind of did a couple things with the Globy flow on Podio. Sure. As as the automations went. But we went ahead and did a demo with InvestorFuse, but the CRM really changed the game um, as far as, you know, drip campaigns uh, where, you know, if we're not able to get in contact with the seller, we put them in a drip campaign and now it's automated as far as getting back, reaching them. CRMs are definitely important. 
Yeah, I used uh, investor for years for years and years and years and years. And I'll say this. How many leads do you guys think that you're following up with that are active in your CRM? Just ballpark. On like on a monthly basis, you're saying? No, 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 just total. Just total that we're following up with? Yeah. Uh, Right now in our database, we probably have like around, I think it's 300, 300 leads in our database. That's exact. Listen, if you don't have 100 leads, that you are following up with. You do not need a CRM. You are going to get buried in it. It's going to be a huge distraction. Wait until you get 100 leads, then get a CRM because I don't want any kind of excuses that you're not doing it because you're setting up your CRM. Don't do it. Just get some get some deals coming in and then get a CRM. You don't have to start off the bat with a CRM. You just have to make sure that you're following up with leads. Little side note, there, but it's perfect. I mean, with 300 leads, you need something that's going to organize it. You can't just have slips of paper everywhere. You have to have tasks set up so that you are hitting those tasks so that you're getting a hold of all those people. And for anybody that's never heard of these acronyms, I apologize. VA stands for virtual assistant. CRM stands for contact relation manager, right? So relationship manager. So those are some of the acronyms, but uh, basically it's a database and basically it's cold caller. So, uh, or phone prospectors, as we like to call it. Awesome. So let's break down a deal, guys. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. I think that is Ty frozen again, maybe. I think so. It looks all right. So, Michael, let's break down a deal. One of the ones, what's the biggest deal that you closed in that 92K month that you just closed in October? Yeah. So, uh, actually, that it was one of the biggest deals we closed. It was in October. It was actually uh, $40,000 gross. Um, I, it was a double close. Don't, don't give us this, don't give us the candy yet. You tease us along a little bit. Let's let's yeah. get this thing down a little bit. So, what list did you use? How did you find it? And how long did it take? Let's break down all these things. Uh, so pretty much, uh, we we kind of reverse engineered. Uh, you could say, uh, we kind of went with where what our buyers were kind of looking for as, as far as criteria, what properties they're looking for, and where they're looking. Uh, so that's where we went ahead with that. And, and our, our list is very broad, um, I would say. So it's, it's not very like specific, like code violation or, you know, it's not very specific. It's, it was very broad. It was just as, as long as it was built 1950s and, and over. And let's say it was, uh, I think a thousand square feet and up and then also less than two acres. So as you can see, it was very broad. It was just, it wasn't, it wasn't like a specific code violation or probate list that we actually went after. Awesome. So build 1950 or before. And what size square footage? 2000 and below? Uh, it was, uh, we had it at 1000 and above. Um, 1000 and above. Got it. Yeah. Okay, great. And so you called them up, your prospector called them up, got the lead, right? Yeah. What was there? What was the condition of this property? So the condition of the property, uh, essentially, we deal with a lot of different, different uh, conditions. Uh, the one, the one that we, with the largest deal, it was actually, you could say almost retail condition. It really needed cosmetics. So it wasn't much that needed to be done to the property besides maybe some paint, some flooring. In Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. So it was actually... Uh, it, it, so um, it, was, it was... Nice deals there. I mean, listen, the market going as bananas as it is in Atlanta and, you know, the lack of inventory. I mean, they probably could have easily put it on the MLS, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so why didn't they? I would say one one reason why they didn't was it was tenant occupied, okay. um, and and you know selling a property on the MLS tenant occupied obviously is difficult. 
Um, mm-hmm. All the investors are going to be looking at that. And, uh, you know, and most likely they're going to, you know, offer you less than what it's listed on the MLS for. What really set us apart on this deal also was this deal actually came from a referral. Uh, it came from a, a referral of a lead that we closed on before. So he actually re- referred her over to us. And that's how we were able to go ahead and, and, and assist her in selling her home. Yeah. So it, it was definitely awesome. Well, and that's what happens when you build good relationships with the people that you're doing business with. And if you're communicating with them and staying in front of them and holding their hand all the way through the finish line, all of a sudden you're their trusted advisor when it comes to real estate. When it comes to, yeah, I just need to get rid of a house real quick. No, he's not a realtor. This is the buyer. This is the person that's going to take care of everything. All of a sudden you're going to start getting referrals all over the place. Too many people think that it's transactional. It's very relationship based. You know what I mean? You want to get some free opportunities. The marketing cost in this deal is nothing. Nothing. Right? Nothing Nothing at all. That's a big, important thing, like you're saying. And we've added that, you know, client retention, you know, and and Ty can kind of touch up on that because he's the one who really kind of deep dived into that. So so client retention is something I thought about basically off of that deal. You know, a lot of people, they know people who may be looking to sell properties. Even though you closed on a property two months ago, that doesn't necessarily mean that that relationship is done there. Right. So uh, we put something in our system where we follow up with these closed deals over a year period of time where we're sending them automatic text messages say, hey, we're still looking to buy. Do you have any other properties or do you know anyone that's looking to sell? Right. So um, and you can get deals off of that because that's kind of how that deal came across. So we kind of love it our system so we can get more deals. I love it. I love it. So what'd you lock it up for? What'd you sell it for? Yep. Yep. So we locked it up for 225,000, uh, and we ended up selling it for a whopping 265,000. So, <laughs> I always wanted to hear that bell ring, Brent. That is incredible. <laughs> I am telling you that $40,000, just to put this in perspective, I think that this is really important here. Let me give you some stats here. Being the top 10% income earners in the world, you have to make $201,000 a year. 10%. So a top 5% is 273. Top 1% is $504,000, right? You did one deal. You got a, you, you had a conversation from a referral that you're going to keep all of those profits and made $40,000. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, what did that feel like when you guys saw that that wire hit your account and you're like, did, did you get, first of all, did you get a wire or cashier's check? Wire. Wire. And that hits the account, and you see it in there. How does that feel? Let's get another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Let's get another one. That's it. I'm telling you. It just that expands your mind. And then you're like, okay, let's get another one. Let's start getting bigger deals. Let's really, you know, make something special happen here. And I love it. I love it. Congratulations, guys. What an incredible incredible deal. I mean, especially coming from a referral. And, and a lot of people sleep on getting referrals. A lot of people think you either get it from marketing or you get it from, you know, being proactive and cold calling. But if you keep in touch with the people like Ty's talking about here, you keep in touch with the people that you've already served, you're going to get those opportunities. And you should get them at least once every 90 days, if not more, depending, you know, as you do more business, you get more referrals. I mean, we do an incredible amount of business from referrals. So that's amazing. So um, guys, how do people, if people want to meet you, if they want to be around you in Atlanta, they want to squat up, or they just want to tell you congratulations, 
is the, the Instagram handles here that are that is the best way to reach out? Just DM you guys. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Instagram, I would say best way. Um, at underscore Michael dot Acevedo. I know nobody's going to know how to spell that last name, <laughs> but and at Ty the Investor, I definitely reach us there. Yeah, guys, reach out. I mean, be around these guys. These guys are the momentum is behind them. The wind is at their backs. They are flying. So make sure. And by the way, guys, you guys are at that 11 deals over 200K and and building and building and building and building. So I love it. What's the big vision? What's the big goal? I love getting, you know, at the end of these uh, conversations and interviews, I love hearing about what's the big vision? What's the big goal? Is it owning a lot of real estate? Is it being a developer? Is it opening up a bank? Like, what do you guys see as the big goal? Cash flow, Brent. We want to buy apartment units. That's our big goal. Our goal next year is two apartment complexes. So I love it. Um, looking at about 100 units, however we got to get it done. We already have a little plan in place to get that. Uh, but the goal is to utilize our capital that we gain from wholesaling and to invest that into acquiring those assets that you brought up earlier such as apartment units, so we can get that residual monthly passive income. So we, you know, hey, that's how you create that wealth right there. Buy your time back. I love it. I love it. That's 100 units next year. That's the yeah, goal. Let's go. That's the goal. Let's go. I love it. And guys, I have all the confidence that you guys will do it. Well, thank you guys for being on here. Any final words? Talk to everybody that's just getting started out and give them some advice on what they should do to get their first deals. Yeah, so I'll get started real quick. So first thing first is listen to Wholesale Inc. podcast. Learn the TTP script. Join the Rhino gang if you need to, uh, because that everybody's gonna help out. Don't quit. It's gonna be some tough times. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna you're gonna get a lot of no's, but just know that there's a deal out there with your name on it. You just gotta stay focused, stay committed, and be intentional about every move that you make. And get this thing done because I was able to quit my job or resign from my job. So you can too. So just stay locked in, stay committed, and you'll be able to get it done. I, I, I guess. Ty, Ty, explain your logo. I think it looks great. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, the name of the company is called Property Jet Real Estate Solutions. It's pretty much a hat with uh, a jet in it. And the reason behind that is uh, we sell properties, we buy and sell properties just like as fast as a jet. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how we operate. I love it. I love it. Michael, words of advice. Yeah. So I would say, um, you know, keep being persistent and be aggressive in the follow-ups because that's one thing that, 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 uh, you know, uh, when I first started, I was unprofitable for a good six, seven, eight months, just deep diving into wholesaling. And I even had the contract signed, but one thing I didn't do was be aggressive with follow-up. Just be very aggressive with follow-up. Call them once a day, two times a day, three times a day, four times a day. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily matter. And if they're not answering, they're not answering because they're just not ready yet. Yep. But they'll answer when they are ready. I've called, you know, plenty of people 20 times in one day and, and next week he ends up answering and it's a deal. So definitely aggressive with the follow-ups because uh, that that's something that I feel like when I was first starting, I didn't fully understand. I understand it follow-up, but I didn't understand being aggressive and actually calling two, three, four, five times a day that same person. Yeah, so definitely be persistent and just be aggressive with follow-up. I love it. And thank you for the service to this country. Uh, much appreciated. And you guys are incredible. I, I'm so happy to have shared your story and to uh, share this podcast with you guys. And if you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP coaching program. It is the TTP family. Go to wholesalinginc.com. That's wholesalinginc.com. And that's it for us.
I sign off, as always, encouraging you to talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.